0: Hey guys, it's Relish here I am back with another podcast episode So, I'm just going to be straightforward Most of my episodes from now on are probably going to talk a lot about um, Well, just how... Corrupt, and how in the dark a lot of um, the uh, percentage and minority of people that get affected by, let's say, um, prescription drugs or uh, vaccines, for instance. Um, I am not. I am not pro vaccine, only because of my personal experiences with being almost deathly ill after receiving vaccine shots and my own personal experience as well with having antibiotics and certain pharmaceutical drugs prescribed to me when I have say an illness or I caught something Um, I'm going to be honest I did have a UTI, like a year ago, and they prescribed me anamoxicillin, which is a relative to the penicillin um, family of medicine, but I had a severe allergic reaction to it. The only thing I did not check off on that uh, allergy reaction list was my throat closing up, but I will let you know that my Frickin' skin felt like it was burning Like I couldn't even move I got really really sick And then when I went back They didn't believe me And it took basically until My friend who was also with me that whole day To tell them like no um, Like she was really ill Like the UTI that I had It didn't make me really sick, but when he gave me this anamoxicillin and I had only taken like two two pills of it, it had immediately started being like counterreacting with my body and I got even more sick, like even more sick. And then they gave me this natural fungal type of uh, medication and I took one pill of that and I instantly felt better instantly and it was a natural form of uh, medication which is um from a type of fungus so because it helps fight bacteria which is what a UTI is it's like bacteria found in your pee right everyone gets it you can even get a UTI after you give birth like literally (laughs) it's not anything that, like, is bad or, like, I'm a dirty person. Like, no, no, literally, like, it could have just been for me going and eating something that my body didn't like or obtain. And then because, well, what happens when you consume something? Well, it's going to come out, whether it's in a liquid form or a solid form, and it's waste. But moving on, I wanted to talk about this. So it's been... (laughs) I was ready to cry. I was literally ready to cry because I freaking found almost all of the things that I had been ranting about with vaccines and how they are not um, 100% effective. (laughs) And this isn't just from my experience, this is also from many uh, experiences of people who have vaccine accidents or incidents. And the reason why you don't hear about this is because, well, depending on what kind of a reaction or if it was even reported. (laughs) First of all, it even has to be reported by the people for it to even be listed on the numbers. So this is also another reason why you would never hear about this in mainstream news unless you actually looked it up or, you know, didn't just click the first uh, mainstream parent control owned um article like well anything that would be like global cbc fox um even like things like the washington post um anything from buzzfeed people think like facebook now are even considered proper fact based things but it's like um no you got that from facebook like you actually have to look this stuff up but these are actually by real people. Real, um, real stories. And you can even, s- I'll leave links in the bottom. You guys can check these out. You can even highlight certain things, look it up. It's, it's all there. It's just, it's hidden in the very back corner of the internet because they don't want you to know about this. But yeah, I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit about, um, how I'm basically right about uh vaccines and autism having close re- uh, related links with each other. And I'm gonna explain why. And I've been saying this for years, like probably for about like six five or six years now, and everyone was calling me crazy, and I was like, no, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go back, take the time, I'm gonna find all the, all the web well, all the links, all the web pages that I had looked through, but the thing is, is that at that time, a lot of them were getting shared to Facebook, and I share a lot of things on Facebook because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to post it and be like, yeah, like this is actually, this is real. So like, cause you gotta click the link, and then it'll take you to where it is. Like some things are real, but you gotta look at your source-based stuff. So, a lot of these were videos of moms talking. About their their incidents and now I found a webpage that doesn't have the video but it has every single story of people who have been affected by things so I found one for H1N1 and I'll be honest I got really sick when I received my H1N1 and you want to know why we all like most of us got sick and why it affected us not because we're weak it's because they were putting formaldehyde And mercury in the fucking vaccine ingredient. You know what formaldehyde is? That's what- Okay, they- You wanna know why your mom always told you to wash your clothes when you bought stuff from the store? Especially like Walmart? Well, formaldehyde. In China, in their factories, they spray the clothes with formaldehyde so that things don't, you know, make it stink Well, it stinks already is what it, it is. But that's what they use to pump inside you, to preserve you when you die like this stuff is poisonous like they have classified like hazardous suits that they put on like the government and everything like you know professional that they they put on to protect themselves but then you will literally find like formaldehyde in like you know funeral homes on your clothes, anything you buy from anything you buy from China, most of the time, if it stinks, if it comes in the mail, wash it. That is toxic, <laughs> it's poisonous, guys. It will kill you. Um, yeah, they were putting that in vaccines, <laughs> and that's like, well, that explains why I got sick, <laughs> why I felt like I was almost gonna die, and I was not sick before I had went and got the vaccine, and it's weird because like it didn't affect my dad, but it affected me and my mom. We had to take like a whole week. I had to miss school, and I lived in Manitoba, and I lived in a really small town of like less than five hundred people, okay, and I'm now living back in Alberta in a town with thirty six thousand people. okay, I'm right next to the capital it's like y you, you can't make this shit up people anyway. But um, continuing on to what I was talking about with, you know, a lot of things, so autism. Um, This was in April of 2013. 13. So this was even, like, before I had started being like, no, like, you guys need to literally look into this stuff. Um, The latest of the CDC's attempt to quell parental suspicions about a possible link between vaccines and autism is highly questionable at best. The March 2013 study is bodily titled, Increasing exposure to Antibodies, Stimulating Proteins and Polysaccharides and so antigens in vaccines is not associated with is not associated with risk of autism. This concluded in base is based on a rehash of data used in a 2010 study by Christopher Prince et al. Who claimed to have founded the thimerosal was not related to increased risk of ASD, so Autism Spectrum Disorder. Although three authors of that study declared conflicts of interest, no such declarations are made in the current study. However, though, lead author Frank DiStefano, MD, MPH, works for the CDC and Vaccine Crusader, Dr. Paul Offit assisted in a most crucial aspect determining the antigen content of specific vaccines. So, comments posted below the thermorosal study are interesting. Albert Tomasani, MD and Aldo Scarbar were supportive saying environmental factors such as vaccines or some foods which are produced by human activity are often perceived as non-natural. Oh, really? Really? (laughs) Large epidemiological studies studies are very important to demonstrate the safety of these human interventions. But pharmacologist Richard Death and Edward Calabrese of the U of Massachusetts, So the University of Massachusetts addressed the finding that an increase in ethyl-mercury Ethyl-mercury exposure was associated with decreased risks of the three ASD outcomes And ASD with regression they advised the findings of the study strongly suggest a hor- a hormetic response to thymorosal. Hormesis is a disposed response phenomenon characterized by low-dose stimulation and high-dose inhib- inhibition. Exposure to a toxin such as the ethanol... Oh, sorry. Ethyl mercury might lead to a protective hormetic response in most individuals, but this response would be less robust or absent in other individuals, increasing their risk. So, moreover, Raymond Palmer of U of the, of the University of Texas Health Science Center was disappointed that the conclusion put forth by the authors did not mention the important caveat that the case control design they used would not be sufficient in investigating the prevailing consensus of GXE, gene environment interaction in the development of ASD. John Stone, father of an autistic boy, groaned, it is as if Sir Richard Dahl had tried to lay the smoking controversy to rest by concluding that not all smokers get lung cancer. Smoking does not cause lung cancer. It is surprising that a study itself many years in the pipeline should be open to such a basic uh, criticism. But recent advances in autism spectrum disorder informing readers, we suggest that a recent widely cited study was flawed and urged statistics uh, and urged statistics to carefully and critically review outcome research on high-stakes topics. When researchers match cases and controls on a variable closely associated with the risk factor exposure, then actual effects will not be and cannot be detected. Uh, the Price et al. do not mention overmatching as a potential concern. The risk factors of interest and in- Thimerosal exposure via its uh, inclusion in vaccine ingredients. There are two things that have a systematic and predictable effect on how much thimerosal exposure a child would receive. The vaccine schedule is a uh, schedule a child is born into. National recommendations into uh, which manufacturer a given provider is using the vaccines. Price et al. matched out both of these variations in exposure. But Brian Hooker has even more to say. So Health Impact News daily informs there are probably very few people in the world who have spent as much time looking at the CDC studies related to vaccines and autism as Dr. Hooker, Dr. Brian, uh, Dr. Brian Hooker, a PhD scientist, had been fighting the CDC since 2004 in trying to get them to comply with freedom of information acts to see the CDC research that supposedly shows there is no link between mercury in vaccines and autism. And again, I had so said previously at the beginning of this, like, they put mercury in, and well, they had added f- f- formaldehyde in um, in the H1N1, so, yeah, there there's mercury in it. And... Mercury is not good for us to have. Like they, like, they they tell us that we can only eat so many fish because mer- mercury levels are in fish. You know? Like, again, you guys... Do you guys not... Do you guys not remember things that, like, you know, you freaking read or they te- teach you and you... the Like, I just feel like the world's just very... very dumb and, like, they don't retain anything anymore like they used to for information because... I never forgot this shit, <laughs> like this is something that I've been talking about for like five, six years And it's like, yo, I read this article and I literally wanted to cry because it's, it's exactly what I've all been saying So Hooker has written an uh, uh, analyst which discusses the Prince et al study reve- Revealing that not only was the original study totally flawed due to a statistical error called overmatching, but also the study authors, they hid data regarding the only valid part of the study. So um, let's do an example here. They say uh, prenatal thimerosal exposure. So that means that it had showed children exposed to just 16 micrograms of that mercury In thymorosal In the utero We're up to eight times more likely To receive a diagnosis Of regressive autism And again You can't make this stuff up I have a friend I went to school with her in Manitoba I'm still friends with her Till this day We still talk a little bit here and there She has moved all over the world Because of her parents work Anyway She has A cousin That has autism And I'm gonna tell you They tested everyone in the family Not Anyone Has links And Genetic Traces That could basically prove like Oh well it runs in the family So it's in the family No it's not No No okay It came from his fucking Vaccines that you got Okay And this just proves to you You know whether it was the exposure from the mom being pregnant. And when you're pregnant, well, you listen to your, your care worker. You, you go and you get your shots. You don't want to, you know, risk killing your baby in your stomach. Are you kidding me? Of course, you would go and do that. But they, are they going to tell you eventually, you know, well, that's why your kid came out. And when we gave them their shots, you know, well, they it just kind of... Made them develop a form of a regressive autism, like it. it it's crazy. Continuing on with this, the study authors in, instead falsely reported no risk of autism associated with prenatal thimerosal exposure. So, Dr. Hooker also notes a uh, 2013 study by uh, Glanz et al. in the Journal of the American Uh, medical association which states that children who were under vaccinated because of parental choice had lower rates of outpatient visits so that means that people who weren't vaccinated were not going to the hospital or the emergency department and the emergency department encountered and then age-appropriately Vaccinated children So then the hospitals are getting flooded with nobody But but sick people But they're all vaccinated And I just watched a video That talks about All of these vaccinated People That are sick in Australia right now Because of the COVID So put, put that On your freaking list, huh? (laughs) Bet you didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Can you believe that though? Yeah, it's basically just a design flaw that they had. They called it overmatching when really it was like, no, no. And the fact that they hid like, crucial data that would basically put this whole is autism caused by vaccines? Yes or no? Like, fucking war that everyone had to rest. Literally, I know. I was a part of it. I was like, yes, it does. It causes it. And people are like, no, it doesn't. And now it's all like, I don't know if I told you so is quite, you know, the right fucking way to say this, but and it doesn't seem quite satisfying enough to me to just be like, I told you so, like what did I fucking say, like I'm not crazy, yet here you guys all are thinking I'm, I'm like, like fucked out of my mind and it's like, well, where do you think I get these stories from though? These stories stories are from experience. And with experience comes comes wisdom and knowledge. So. I don't know what you guys are experiencing, but clearly you're not getting any knowledge or wisdom out of the stuff you're doing. Like. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know. I just thought it was like crazy (laughs) that basically right here it links. It proves it. It Proves it. Yeah, and look at this. Other comments should be made too. Like, why have only thymorosa and antigens been considered as potential for increased risk of uh, autism? And I've talked about adjuvants. Other than mercury. Look at this. And if you type in what a fucking vaccine adjuvant. I'll spell it out for you. A D J u v a n t s adjuvant nobody knows what that word is look it up it's literally an ingredient and a form of a fucking it's an antigen that they put in the vaccine to help you or to, to, to supposedly help you but really it's it's just another name for a uh, for toxic element so Adjuvants, other than mercury, and live viruses are also important in this regard. So are the numerous other toxic vaccine ingredients... Are they also an issue? Like, and given the right conditions, the like the live viruses and MMR2 and chicken pox vaccines can migrate to the brain and cause inflammation and according to oh this is a oh ratazzaak oh fuck I can't even say that Rata, ratazzaak is one of the possible causes of autism so there is A pH doctor named Helen I can't say her last name, I'm just going to say Helen R (coughs) Um, Even look at this, she notes that the rubella portions The rubella portions of MMR2 vaccines Is propagated in a human cell line Derived from embryonic lung tissue The MMR2 is contaminated Excuse me, with Oh I've got the hiccups with DNA from the cell oh from the cell line. this human DNA could be the cause of the spikes in in incidence and given the right conditions, the live viruses in m m r two and chickenpox vaccines can migrate to the brain and cause inflammation, which, according to her, is one of the possible causes of autism right there boom. And yeah, there's no single major genetic cause. It's a neurodevelopmental syndrome, which I know it only accounts for one to two percent of the cases, but it, it's many uh, relatively rare mutations of it. So I'm I like I mean I don't know like unless you want to create a generation of a bunch of mutated underdeveloped. Um, you know, development issues, um, you know, being able to be mentally there, unless you want to create a generation that is basically disabled, why would you be for this shit? You know, if I was, like, I've, I've, I don't have any living children, all my children angel babies unfortunately I never got the chance to meet my children they uh god had greater gifts for them than than here with me and so I've miscarried a lot but I I don't have any living children but I shit you not if I once I do have kids or if I did have a you know a kid running around and I seen and I witnessed with my own eyes them change immediately after receiving vaccines or their their uh their schedule routine shots i would not be able to live with myself or the guilt knowing that if i would have just trusted my intuition and my gut and my motherly instinct and what i know is best and right for my children rather than be pressured coerced or um feeling obligated into vaccinating my kid that made them basically disabled, I would not be able to live with myself because I would feel terrible knowing that I could have prevented that from happening if I wouldn't have gotten them a shot with a fuck ton of poisons in it like I mean, I haven't- I don't get the flu shot it's been fucking forever since I've gotten the flu like Majority of the time when you see me sniffling and sneezing, it's uh fall time because everything's dying, so then I get uh my seasonal allergies kick in so bad. Or uh in the spring when the snow mold and everything is all, you know, mossy and wet and really like damp and everything. Like, yeah, I get I get uh seasonal allergies and then we have poplar trees that blow fucking fuzzies everywhere and so those fuzzies oh yeah they they just close my my nose my nose tubes right up i get stuffed up like crazy but that's that's not that's just from basic allergies you know that's not i'm not sick i barely even take allergy medication most of the time i just fucking put vicks on my nose and i'm good literally i use natural things um i rarely take Ibuprofen anymore uh, For headaches and stuff I mostly put like essential oil Or I'll um, Try to not be on my phone As much So that doesn't cause me to get headaches Or you know Get cluster headaches or like I feel like my eyeballs Are ready to explode like um, I try to You know Limit a lot of things out of the day Like technology wise Cause it, it drains you and people don't understand that you know we our brains work on a certain wave bra uh brain wave um frequency, and there's uh frequency levels of radiation of technology of like a signal going through a tower to a phone. And you think of how that affects humans? How do you think it affects the bugs? <laughs> They're probably higher than a motherfucking kite right now. And then, and then you wonder why there's such big, you know, incidents or like these weird events of like bugs acting like Weird and shit And it's like Well look you guys Just put up a fucking 5G tower The fuck did you expect These Every single form of nature Anything that is living That has energy running through it Even a little micro Little like A little microorganism Under a fucking microscope That's alive Like They all We all function through frequency And all it takes is just for one little frequent percentage slip and people can get sick like literally like even um like severe thunderstorms you ever look up like the weather at least like a few days or say a week before you know certain events like mass shootings You search up what the weather was You'd see that they had uh, a severe thunderstorm With so much kinetic energy And like um, electric energy Like you can feel it in the air When I stand outside and I take pictures Of the storms that I see I can feel the electricity in the air So you don't think that that's not going to fuck up people With like mental um, health issues or mental illness I know it affects me with my depression. Holy shit, I get so sad. Like, literally, like, a few days after, like, there's a thunderstorm. Or sometimes when there's a really, really, like, a lot of electro... uh, Like, electricity and, like, you know, you can feel... It feels almost like a magnet in the air. It, like... It affects me right away. But, like, yeah, you actually... You start looking into things like that and you'll notice that there's actually a connection there. It's not just... You know, people just don't. Well, some people do just decide one day to go and shoot up places, but there it, there are certain certain ones where, if you actually look up the uh, the weather a few days or a week before that that event happened, you could see why. And depending on what kind of uh, mental illness and if it's being, well worsened or fixed and i'm not saying fixed like go and take fucking pills for it and shit like pharmaceutical drugs just fuck up other they give you a pill to fix something and then that pill fuck up something else and then they'll give you a pill to fix that and then that will just fuck up something else and then they'll give you a pill to fix that and it's just a repeating cycle until you fucking die because that's how they make their money and People who literally believe that the government cares about your health and well-being are probably the same people who believe and think that strippers love them. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think I've pretty much said everything I wanted to say. Um, I will be back probably tomorrow with another podcast. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this one today and I hope you guys learned some stuff. I really hope that I can educate you